Welcome to the Sussex Studentpreneur Series, the podcast that shines a spotlight on the inspiring world of startups founded by students at the University of Sussex. In each episode, we'll embark on a journey of innovation and resilience as we delve into the captivating stories behind student-founded businesses. We'll explore the triumphs, challenges and lessons learned, providing invaluable insights for aspiring young entrepreneurs who dare to dream big and a deep dive that will help investors fully grasp the potential of these startups. In today's episode, we are joined by Deborah, who is going to tell us all about herself and her startup. Hi, Deborah. How are you doing today? Hi, Alberta. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Great. Would you like to share with the audience a bit about yourself? Sweet. Okay. Hi, audience. Uh, my name is Deborah and I am the founder of Homely Remnant. So I've recently just graduated studying politics and international relations. So it's very interesting that I'm finding myself in the startup entrepreneurship field so yeah I think that's a brief bit about me but about um, the startup that I'm doing so um, essentially it's a vending machine making international snacks and style products accessible to international students living on campus universities and that's basically to tackle um, homesickness Nice. That's really sweet. And the name as well, Homely Remnant. It's so good. I can't believe that you came up with that. Yeah. It's, it's just, it fits perfectly what you're trying to do. What type of products are you thinking of including in these vending machines? So the very reason why I embarked on this is because of my natural hair. And I found that being on campus in my university at Sussex, I wasn't able to find shampoos that were, you know, could complement my hair. Um, which meant that I would have to travel all the way to London. And I found, you know, this can't just be me doing this and experiencing this situation, especially as I was a student athlete. So I had to wash my hair quite frequently. So the products that I'm intending to put in there are shampoos for natural hair, is wide tooth combs as well, because you don't tend to see that on campus. And I found that especially when I was a fresher, I didn't know the town of Brighton so well. So I was kind of anxious to to go into town and see if there were things available for me. And at the time I didn't have Amazon Prime. So, you know, the delivery costs and all of that, I just didn't want to, you know, buy my shampoos or different products that are conducive for my hair online. So yeah, I just had to go back to London all the time. So the products that I am intending of putting in there is still in the validating process. So I'm trying to see, cool, for me, it was my natural hair. For other people, it could be henna that they're missing from home. Um, so just, it's going to be a variety of different products, but I'm still in the researching process. It's very interesting because as a fellow international student, um, I feel like I also do that a lot. Like even now that I'm also about to graduate, I still go home to Spain and I just patch as many Most products definitely. that I need and then I have because I, I really enjoy like my you know my shower routine and yes. like just my skincare routine and I like to use specific products yes. so I find that it's very important for me when I go back to Spain to just yeah stock all of those and then bring them on my suitcase and then just have my whole bathroom full of extra exactly yeah extra things that I usually uh, would use at home but that I have 
have to think ahead of time when I'm in the UK. And it's happened to me before that I've run out of something and I'm not going home for the next, you know, two, three months. And that sucks. No, this is the thing, right? And it's great that you're a plane away and, you know, the costs are not as much. But what about the international students from India, from Nigeria, from America, Canada? Like some of them can't just go in the plane just quite frequently as European international students. And I think there's something to be said about that. So even when you're talking about the shampoos and the skincare, it's it's part of your lifestyle, isn't it? And it is. It, it's those little things that actually contribute to you feeling a lot more confident at university and and comfortable with, you know, performing in your education as well, because you feel safe, you feel confident and you feel secure, you know. A hundred percent. And, you know, it's such a massive change already. Yes. Having to move countries and having to adopt a new language in my case, but also a new routine, a new community. Yeah. And then that little piece of home that you want to keep then it's it's not available all the time for you and that really can impact and has impacted me in the past in my abilities like you said um to study and to perform well academically honestly and I really appreciate you for saying that and sharing your experience because it's something that I feel like in campus universities students international students are just told just get along with it you know it'll be fine or yeah when you get when you go back home you'll be able to access these things but actually because I'm British Nigerian if I want some jollof rice or a bit of um a taste of home that remnant of home I'm a train away what about the you know international students from Nigeria that can't find those things on their campus um and you shouldn't have to travel I think all of us should be on the shelf um everybody should be represented on the shelf and I think that's why I want to start with the vending machine um, and I don't think it's going to just be a vending machine. I don't think Homely Remnant is just that. That's so interesting. And obviously, I should imagine that building this project, there's some challenges that come with it. And yeah. I would like you to explain a bit of what that meant for you and Homely Remnant, but not only focus on the challenges, which are important to overcome, but also on the wins, on those highlights that you've uh, accumulated. Right. Thank you so much for that question. Oh, um, I would say actually that a lot of the challenges I've experienced is validating the idea. So how am I going to speak to European international students, African international students, and the list goes on. And for me, I wanted to make sure it wasn't just targeting a specific type of international student that it was representing all of us and that is quite difficult but I would say that the win has been like rethinking the business model and actually saying no it's not just going to be one vending machine there's going to be five six seven on campus universities and the aim of that is to even make it like a treasure hunt so oh have you gone to the homely remnant um, vending machine that's next to the the laundry room oh it has this snack it has that snack and you just see someone um using the vending machine and then it's a form of conversation because you see those snacks and you're like oh are you from Spain yeah I love that snack oh my gosh yeah I grew up here I grew up there it's to really build conversation um so in as much as it's been quite difficult to see all of the data on who am I targeting and what products are going to be in the vending machine it's been really cool to just actually look back at the model and think, 
no, like every this can both be true at the same time. You can meet the needs of all of the international students by providing more vending machines. And also you can bring domiciled home students into the conversation and into the community because it's like, oh, I've never, I've never tried that before. Oh, could, could you do henna on my hand? You know, it's, it's, it's bringing us together in a way where it's so important. So yeah, that has been a challenge, but it's also been beautiful figuring out how to move forward and adapt. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like community is one of the key aspects behind Homely Remnant as well. Yes, yes, most definitely. It's not just a vending machine, it's a taste of home. And that is my passion. That my I want people to taste home on campus. And community, I'm not yet sure how that's going to happen, but the vending machine is a step in the right direction. So I would love to have events after, whether it be how to teach people to take care of their natural hair at university or partnerships with the Spanish society, the Nigerian society, the Turkish society, and just include it in our culture. Like it's a form, it's a lifestyle, you know, especially if there's like a, because I'm a sports person, I do love my <laughs> sports. I wouldn't say I'm too much of a football person, but even if it's like the World Cup or the Euro, the Euro League, um, men's or women's, it's like I c we can make a specific theme to these vending machines where it's a specific country's snacks and products. And yeah, just making conversation and a community out of it. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a brilliant idea and a, br a brilliant startup in general. You've mentioned international students and potential partnerships. How does the financial model of Homely Remnant work? Is it going to be a B2C to these international students or these students? Are you going to partner with universities? Is it going to be offered through them? So I would say it's a bit of both. It is a B2C, um, but it would be facilitated with in partnership with universities where they would see initially that there's a need for taking care of the mental health and well-being of, in, of, of international students. So it's in the university's best interest to have these vending machines. So yeah, I would say it's a bit of both, um, the A to B, but also having the university come on board. I think the goal also with that is whatever partnerships the universities have abroad internationally with other universities, is to also put um, Homely Remnant in those institutions as well. Uh, so if if it is that you need a European plug and you're in America, you can go to the Homely Remnant vending machine and get that. So it's very much a project that is A to B, but also universities are part of this financial model. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense that you're not only marketing B2C straight to the students, but that you're also using that platform that is the university and what resources they already have to also provide yes. for students. That makes lots of sense. And I guess we've talked about the inception of Homely Remnant and why you are building Homely Remnant. We're also talking a bit about how that is looking like at the minute and the vision that you have for it. But what's in store for Homely Remnant and for you as well moving forward? So I would say for now, the main focus is validating this product, validating this um, process where um, Homely Remnant is providing those products and snacks. So we're going to be sending out surveys to um, societies, whether it be the Spanish society, the Turkish society and Nigerian society and asking them like, what snacks do 
your the students in your society miss? What are the products that remind them of home? What is integral and a main part of their lifestyle that they're missing whilst they were on campus? So it's to use that that data to create a model of which products we are going to put in the vending machine. So after doing those surveys and finding that out, hopefully by September, we're gonna do a launch where we're validating the product by um, renting a vending machine first and then distributing it on campus for a semester and seeing how that goes. So yeah, that as it relates to Homely Remnant, that's where we are currently at. As it relates to um, myself and my personal development, I think that the entrepreneurship team at Sussex have been super important and integral in my journey. I think you could probably say the same thing about- 100%. Yeah, like it's, it's just been great to have that network. Um, I think that's also how we were able to meet, you know? So that network, the, the confidence building that we were, like we had access to, whether it be public speaking or just knowing how to manage our mental health as being startup um, founders, that has been amazing. So yeah, what's next for me is, because I'm not, um, a, I don't have a business background, it's just getting to understand that world and to be the best person that I can be, to just make sure that, you know, I'm serving the customers, we are serving the customers, in the best way so we can tackle homesickness at universities on campus. Absolutely. And when you say we, does that mean that there's a team behind that? Are you looking to grow the team? If that's not the case, how are you approaching this journey? So yeah, we is currently me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I am looking for people that are passionate about you know, providing these services and creating a community to actually come and tag along and join join us at Homely Remnant. We would absolutely love that. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess I'm going to ask you as well that uh, you've mentioned the entrepreneurship team before and how they've supported you and how they've encouraged you and provided that network. But I wanted to know if there's anything specifically that you really enjoyed from the provision or that the team has really helped you in relation to building Homely Remnant? So my startup is essentially dependent on university campuses and um, staff. The entrepreneurship team at Sussex have been amazing in bridging the gap and liaising with staff about where we could actually place these um, vending machines and if I can actually do that. And there's been tirelessly, I'm gonna shout out Luke, thank you, Luke. Um, there's just been so much effort in emailing and following up with people to ensure that these startups that are purposed to help international students are accessible on campuses. So yeah, that's been the main thing, but also like the accountability. So I think you also had an accountability coach. Yeah, we all do in the Summer Accelerator. Yep, exactly. So it's been amazing to really connect with Jess in that way. And it's been really important when we're considering like Homely Remnant and what we're going to be doing in the future. So yeah, goal setting is amazing um, as it relates to the entrepreneurship team and how they provided that for us. That's that's wonderful. Um, yeah, and if someone 
outside of the entrepreneurship team is listening, tuning in into this episode and wants to offer their support to you, I was wondering if you could share with everyone what type of help you would welcome, what are you looking for at the minute? Yeah, so as I mentioned before, I would love some mentoring. That would be great um, to just set goals on what should be prioritized and, you know, the mission and the future of Homely Remnant. The other thing that I would say is like financial support that would also be welcomed, um, as well as connections with universities that would be interested in hosting Homely Remnant at their universities. So yeah, if there is anyone that has um, maybe a vice chancellor as a friend, you know, you could speak to them. <laughs> you could speak to them about Homely Remnant and and what our goal is. So yeah, thank you in advance. Nice. And if they wanted to get in touch with you to let you know about their support, how would they go about it? So yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, um, Deborah Ajayi. Ajayi is A-J-A-Y-I. Deborah is spelt like Deborah. So yeah. If I may say so myself, it's a really nice uh, pronunciation of the name. I really like Thank it. You. But we'll make sure to include all of these links and all of the information in the show notes as well. So if you want a quick link that uh, in case you didn't, you weren't able to catch that uh, on the go, then check out the show notes for links to all the ways that you can reach out uh, to the Bora. And I think those are all of my questions today. I think you've laid out Homely Remnant in a really nice way, in a really Thank clear you. way as well. And it sounds like you're going to change the life of all of these international students, but actually just anyone that is looking to have that piece of home with them when they are at university as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Bertha. Thank you so much for everything. And yeah, we wish you all the best. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This series was hosted and produced by Berta Santos, and it was a collaboration between the entrepreneurship team at the University of Sussex and 76 Podcasting, the student-led podcasting network, also at the University of Sussex. The jingle in this series is a snippet of the song If You Lived Here, You'd Be Radioactive By Now by Aldous Ignite.